Greatness shows up after you're tired. We'll say it one more time, man. Greatness shows up after you're tired, not when you're tired. And breakthroughs don't happen until you reach your breaking point. Been there many times, man, that place I didn't want to go on. And I realized that strength can't develop until your strength is gone. You got to keep pushing because character and courage is developed or lost when you decide to keep going or to give up. You see, that's the point. You got to stop and you got to realize that's your breakthrough coming right there because when others that are around you won't, you will be the one that goes ahead. Somebody has to step up and go a little bit farther. Is that somebody you? How many says that's me? I want to go a little farther. Welcome to our show, Furthermore, where you'll find motivation, inspiration, and education. I'm Dr. Mark. And I'm Dr. Michelle, and we're here to push you and encourage you to go a little farther in all aspects of your life, to do a little more and become a little more than you ever thought possible. So education is the key, information is king, but wisdom is always going to remain supreme. So prepare yourself for the latest news and the hottest headlines. Truth bombs, amazing guests, relevant, impactful information, and life-changing plans. You are being prepared for the best days of your life. So buckle those seat belts and put those trays in the upright position and prepare yourself for the greatest journey of your life. Right here, right now. On Furthermore. Furthermore. Hey, man, I am pumped up. This is going to be amazing because tonight's show is incredible. Remember, we don't want to live in prison, folks. Haven't we experienced enough tyranny in all these areas? Big church, big medicine, and oh, yeah, big government. But we are going to really get into some really cool stuff tonight. We're going to talk about this thing called beast mode. And we hear that term, beast mode, beast mode. What is that? You know, what do you have? What it takes is the key thing about beast mode. When you think about beast mode, what do you think about? Oh, boy. Beast mode. I'm thinking that big tiger that just absolutely is so powerful, is so tough, it absolutely blows your mind. But beast mode, the way we're talking about, is a little bit different, isn't it? Because beast mode is one of those things that always tends to bring the uh, accolades of somebody else. Man, they, they are beast mode. I hear in the NFL, that's a dog, man. That's that beast mode thing. It's ability to do things that go beyond what everybody else can do. Uh, to do that thing that is the hardest, but it becomes routine. That's beast mode. But we got some characteristics we're going to talk about. That is, you know, what about like leading by example? An example is really rare and hard to find, much like the Bible, the basic instructions before leaving earth. When we look at a scripture, Matthew chapter seven, verse 13, boy, it says it talks about how we enter through the narrow gate for the wide gate is broad and this way leads to destructions. And there are many that go in that way. Because the narrow gate, boy, it's difficult. And it is the way, however, that leads to life. And it is yet the way that very few find. 
It's true. And that leading by example is a hard one. And, and I want us to catch that as we go into number two. And this is number two characteristics of what it really means to be beast mode is saying yes when the crowd says no, simply because yes is the moral and lawful thing to do. I'm telling you right now, folks, this is a big deal because sometimes we say no at the wrong time and sometimes we say yes at the wrong time. But we simply cannot go with the crowd. Because when the crowd doesn't get it, we need to be the example that actually gets it. That's right. And we have to really ask ourselves the questions. How often do we accept living upside down instead of choosing to live right side up? Oh, my goodness. And let's look at number three. This is a big deal. Saying no when the majority says yes simply because no saves and protects human life. There is a thing that we talked about in our recent gubernatorial campaign race. It's called interpositional leadership. It means standing in the gap mm. and saying, no, you will not do that, knowing full well it may cost our life, but it would save others' life. That's the hard thing to do, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. And that uh, kind of brings us to characteristic number four, which is like bearing another's burdens, mm -hmm. though heavy, because they cannot temporarily hold their own. And that reminds me of one of my favorite scriptures also, Galatians, Galatians 6, uh, verse 2. It calls us to bear one another's burdens and to truly mm -hmm. hurt alongside those that are hurting. There should never be a time where you are embarrassed or ashamed of the way that you are affected by the world's sin and brokenness. Mm. It is a challenge definitely to bear one of those burdens. Sometimes, you know, we've got big shoulders, I think it's been said. And, and I'll tell you, sometimes it gets heavy carrying another's burdens, but we're supposed to do that. And I believe God gives us strength and actually broadens our shoulders to have us do that too. Characteristic number five, and I hope you're really taking notes. Take a screenshot right now. Don't ever, ever forget these things. Teach them in your home teach them to each other, husband and wives, and teach them to your children. We need to learn to love and love those who mistreat us, use us, or even abuse us or criticize us. And it's probably they miss, miss, they abuse you or criticize you or treat you badly because they don't know how to love themselves. They, they haven't experienced love. And that's many times a hurting person will hurt other people. Oh, absolutely. And that brings me to another one of my favorite scriptures. It's in Luke chapter six, verses 27 and 28. It says, but I tell you who hear me, love your enemies, mm. do good to those that hate you and bless those that curse you and pray, pray for the ones that mistreat you. I'm telling you, man, this whole idea of beast mode is not about lifting weights in the gym. It's not about uh, being stronger than everybody else physically. It's really about exhibiting a strength that you did not create that God put in you that's bigger than even mankind and life itself. It takes guts, it takes determination, and it takes perseverance. There is no other way around it if you want to live and be in this thing called beast mode you better have some guts and you better mm. persevere and you better have a determination that has no quit in you because if you have quitting as an option beast mode will never be a possibility or reality i'll tell you that right now now one more time on that scripture i want you to say say that one more time that matthew 7 13 and 14 very important scripture Enter by the narrow gate, for the wide gate is broad, and it is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. 
because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. Sadly enough, we live upside down in a world where we should live right side up simply because it's cool. So folks, choose the narrow road, stay on that narrow road, and live that thing called beast mode. Stay right with us because after the break, we're going to have a special message from our dear friend, Kirk Elliott. So do not, I repeat, do not go away. Stay beast mode. We'll be right back. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood. That's the opening line to one of the most beloved poems of all time, Robert Frost, The Road Not Taken. Now, whether you appreciated poetry in school or you despised it or you were somewhere in the middle, the chances are good you had to at least read it. The poem, however, is best known by the lines that conclude it. I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Does that sound familiar? It's found printed on everything from t-shirts to coffee mugs, and it's a poem about a traveler confronted with a fork in the path. And there can only be one choice if the traveler intends to go forward. For many, the poem is a salute to individualism and the freedom we all possess to choose if only we'll make that initial step and march on. But a quick glance back at human history shows our track record, it's not that impressive. The evidence is abundantly clear. We regularly don't choose the wise path, the path that leads to life. Now, instead of a poem praising an individual's choice, the psalmist, he crafts a tune praising instead the Lord of all creation. He further declares the path that truly leads to life is only revealed to us by God. See, true joy and eternal pleasure, they're ours when we choose to follow His way not our own. God's path is the only one that will make all the difference. So choose wisely. This one hurts me as, as a human. Um, there's big companies in America, big companies a lot of times have really big benefits, right? So so uh, companies will give loans now for groceries. The economy in the near and intermediate future is not gonna be good. Between now and the election, I think that you'll see chaos. Kirk Elliott, phd.com forward slash Sherwood. We cannot continue as we are. The trajectory of our nation is going in the wrong direction. It is not saved by the government. It's saved because the people are the government. They stand up and do the right things, regardless of the cost. I think of our founding fathers, the 56 people that signed the Declaration of Independence. 56, not 5,600. They had to have some courage and guts to put their lives on the line for the right things. Do we have that, folks? Do you have that? How many have that kind of courage? Man, I tell you what, that kind of courage is something we all need to gather. And a lot of times we get a little bit upside down, as you talked about in the first segment, when we're having financial difficulties. And as you know, every so often we'll sit down with our good friend, Kirk Elliott, and have just have a conversation. You know, what's going on and what's happening in the world of finances? And what do we need to do to provide a little bit of hope, a little bit of um, foundational uh, truth within our financial portfolios. So uh, sit down with him recently. Great conversation we have, right? Oh, absolutely. He's he's one of our favorites. Yeah. So check this out. Recent visit with Kirk. 
All right, Kirk, thanks. Last time we talked, man, you were you were talking about the uh, benefit of having a smile on your face with the ability to sort of protect your assets. I think that's got good meaning there in a lot of different ways and by buying gold and silver. People have asked me a lot, and you're a guy I'm going to ask. Tell me about the paper dollar. The dollar, is, is that going to stay with us? Is it going to go away? What are your thoughts? Um. Okay, let's uh my thoughts are I'll I'll tell you what the thoughts of the Federal Reserve are in about 109 central banks around the globe. Because this is this is all in motion right underneath us. So here's here's what I think is going to happen. President Biden signed executive order 14067 in March, basically talking about central bank digital currency, right? So here's here's the problem with central bank digital currencies. They're promoting it as a way to stop inflation, bring sustainability and and basically stability back into the global economic landscape, right? Won't happen. All that central bank digital currencies are a digital version of paper money. They can mine these Fed tokens, whatever they want to call them, just like they can print dollars mm -hmm. over and over and over again. And, and just it's not going to do anything to stop inflation. But here's what it is going to do. It's going to um, destroy our, our financial freedom. Mm. So, so here's, here's the thing. Dr. Pippa Malmgren, um, global economist at, at, at the World Government Forum in Abu Dhabi about two months ago said, we are on the verge of, of central bank digital currencies. It's right underneath our nose. She didn't say it was years down the road. She said it's right here. Well, you go to biden's executive order in march and you know what he said we're going to have central bank digital currencies in america starting december 13th yeah okay that's like really really kind of soon doesn't mean that overnight we're going to have that it's going to be a transition period rolling into that right so but here's what it does it, it strips away all of our freedom and, and pippa malmgren if you listen to that speech if you google Pippa Malmgren, um, World Government Forum speech. You'll, you'll be able to hear it in its entirety. And what we're seeing in the world today, I think, is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. And the new one, the new accounting, is what we call blockchain. It means digital. It means having a almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy, which will give us far greater clarity over what's going on. It also raises huge dangers in terms of the balance of power between states and citizens. In my opinion, we're going to need a digital constitution of human rights. She talks about programmable money, how there's going to be complete transparency of transactions. They will know the source of all the funds from transaction to transaction. Here's their, their positive spin. And I agree, these are positives, right? You'll be able to, to stop drug trafficking and arms trafficking and sex trafficking and money laundering, right? All great things. The flip side of that coin is an ugly one. Yeah. And that is that you're going to know every single thing that you spend. It's like, hey, Mark, what if they don't like the church you donate to? What if they don't like the political party you donate to? What if no. they don't like the color of your skin, your nationality? What if they don't like the food that you eat? What if they don't like all of this stuff? They can shut it off for whatever reason they want. No mm. buying or selling, right? So, so here's where a world 
where paper money, this is their goal, is, is, is paper money going away because they can track the other things so much easier. And, and this is what they want. It's all about people control. It's not about stability, right? So, so when you look at bills, you always have to ask, who wrote the dumb thing, right? <laughs> and who wrote this one? Progressive, communist, socialist, globalist, right? It's like, okay, if they love it, general rule of thumb, we should probably not, right? I mean, that's just current, right? So, so here's the thing. They want people control. They want complete knowing everything about you. It's big brother on steroids. We're living in an Orwellian future. Yeah. But what happens to paper money? It goes away. How do you survive and thrive in that environment? There are ways. If you look back at when the euro came a currency, like 30 something years ago, it's not like it was the only game in town. There was a, there were parallel currencies during that time. You could, you could transact still in the French franc and in the British pound and the Swiss franc, whatever, while it was still, you know, in its infancy. Mm -hmm. Same thing should happen here, right? So what are some of those parallel currencies that are being talked about? quantum financial system mm -hmm. which is digital currency backed by gold how about a gold-backed dollar you know there's there's numerous things or simply put for investors just allocate into physical gold and silver coins and bars take delivery of them because you might have to go into a barter type economy i mean this mm -hmm. is worst case scenario but this is how every wise and prudent investor should do is is hope and pray for the best but prepare for the worst right mm -hmm. so Gold and silver thrive during the, econ the the times that we're living in. It also fulfills that other potential mandate that so many people that are calling me are asking about. It's like, what was the question you asked? What happens when the dollar goes away? Right. Well, A, we don't know if it's going to go away, but B, it probably is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so, but in preparing for that, you don't have to speculate. You don't have to look years down the road. Look right under your nose right now. Stock market's falling apart. Real estate's falling apart. Bond market's falling apart. Gold and silver is soaring. It's like, okay, invest in it because it's growing. But it also fulfills that other mandate of we might be able to use it for barter. So this is why I love allocating mm -hmm. into physical assets right now for that reason. Love that because what you're talking about, that social economic scoring system that we have all talked about many times. And I agree with you, Kirk, it's set up for that perfectly. And um, and I, I too, like you, concur wholeheartedly with everything you said. I do think that's going to be the uh, intent, clearly, and I think it's going to be the outcome eventually, right? So uh, this is what we have. Man, thank you. This is great wisdom. And I know that people are appreciating it. And so I just honor you and thank you for being part of Furthermore TV. This is not something that is a Mark idea and a Michelle idea. This is a God idea. This thing right here has a two year shelf life. When we think about the problems we have in America with our food supply, what are we going to eat? What are we going to do? Stock up on something that's going to help you. This is organic pea protein, greens and reds, fibers, and multivitamins and minerals. It will stay good for two years. How many have wondered what you're going to eat if things go south? Kingdom fuel right here. She said to me, 
she's kind of one of the JAG people, you know, one of the uh, attorneys for the military. She said, Mark, the military today can't even fit in their uniform, much less fight a war. She said, I'm concerned about the safety of America because of how we're caring for and feeding our troops. It is so sad what we have in our country and no one wants to talk about this. I tell you, that's a very powerful statement from the, the JAG attorney. I don't know if the military is fit enough to win a war. Every time I, I hear that, it sends shockwaves through my entire body. We try to take care of ourselves because we're in a sense, we're not in the military, but we're in God's army. <laughs> and we want to make sure that we're able to fight efficiently and boldly. And we can fight in a way that we don't get tired. And there's always this idea of proper rest. And many people today are not getting enough rest. They're not getting enough sleep. There is so much stress going on, so many distractions. And so in our supplement spotlight right here, right now, we're going to talk about what we can do from a supplement standpoint to improve uh, significantly the depth and quality and time of that rest. And so this particular one that we use, that we like, Alpha Theta Ultra PM, we use this on the road when we're out and about, and it does help. Strange time zones, strange bed, strange um, events going on you know, around you, weather, etc. We use this, and there's a lot of good characteristics in this particular supplement that we can really relate to. Yes. I mean, in Alpha Theta Ultra PM, there's L-theanine, and L-theanine actually improves the production of GABA and dopamine levels. This particular amino acid, the L-theanine, is actually found in green tea and it's extracted. It's a derivative of glutamic acid and it's one of the most important neurotransmitters. Those neurotransmitters, they're the happy chemicals that make your brain happy and also help it sleep. It protects against glutamate toxicity and helps to optimize stress. It also has something called a basal skull cap in it and this aids improving overall sleep quality. You know, we need adequate hours of sleep, but we also need quality of sleep where it goes through a circadian rhythm of REM and non-REM sleep. And so the skull cap helps that. Passion flower also is in it, which is anxiolytic and sedating. We want you to go to our website, Sherwood.tv, and there you'll find the supplement section where that little uh, hourglass is, where you can actually type in Alpha Theta PM, Alpha Theta PM on Sherwood.tv. Once you click on that, you can um, identify also the other ingredients that are in it. Down there at the bottom, you'll see the other ingredients, not only passion flower and skull cap and L-theanine, it's also got 5-HTP, which aids in the immediate metabolism and bio biosynthesis of serotonin. And it also has melatonin in it. And boy, melatonin is important for the regulation of sleep, modulation of the circadian rhythms of sleep, enhancement of immunity, and while retaining its ability to reduce oxidative stress. That's like reducing rapid aging, if you will. So Alpha Theta PM is not an expect expensive supplement to get an adequate, well-balanced, well-rounded night sleep. 
Tell you what, at 75 cents per capsule, I'm in. Man, you know, and a lot of times people ask, mm, well, wow. how much do you take? Say that one more time. 75 cents. That's, that's it. How, that's what's cheap. a good night's sleep worth for you, man? Can you spend 75 cents? Remember, that's less than a dollar. That would be equivalent to three quarters. And what those are, three little quarters. But the bottom line is people ask us a lot, well, what's the dosage, right? And how much do you take? Well, it depends because supplements work in different ways with different people. I'm a big guy, um, bigger than most, I would guess, and I take sometimes two and sometimes three. One doesn't quite do it. Now, my queen over here, she might be able to get away with one. So even though the dosage on the bottle would say two, you could take one to three. And I suppose, I mean, it wouldn't hurt you if you're just stressed out of your ever-loving mind like most people are these days. If you take four, the worst thing that's going to happen is you'll wake up uh, a little bit more uh, difficult the next day. So it's not going to hurt either way. All these ingredients work together synergistically very, very well to sort of help us get this deepening of sleep. Again, it's not just time, it's about depth. It is about quality of sleep, the depth of sleep, and waking up refreshed. So Alpha Theta PM on Sherwood.tv. We can't wait to see you next time on Furthermore when we discuss the benefits of omega-3 fatty acids. Boy, they also do a body good. Don't miss that one. Omega-3 fatty acids, over thousands of people who've tested over the last 10 years and everyone's been deficient. You don't want to be one of those, do you? We can't wait to see you next time right here on Furthermore. And we'll show you how that omega-3s can reduce inflammation, improve brain health and heart health. Next time on Furthermore. To make America gods again Heal America's hiding Raise our flag to the stars again God bless the U.S. This is not something that is a Mark idea and a Michelle idea. This is a God idea. This thing right here has a two-year shelf life. When we think about the problems we have in America with our food supply, what are we going to eat? What are we going to do? Stock up on something that's going to help you. This is organic pea protein, greens and reds, fibers, and multivitamins and minerals. It will stay good for two years. How many have wondered what you're going to eat if things go south? Kingdom Fuel right here. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood and their clinic can help you find the hope and health you were created to enjoy. Go to Sherwood.tv for clear, proven ways you can be healthier. Subscribe at Sherwood.tv.